What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by the team. It's Mary Amante is here in the building. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. And coming from you from California, Mr. BTG himself. Well, hey, yo, you know what? If y'all want to donate some transfer vinyl, um, I'll take it at this point. I don't even care which color at this point, but, but I would like black and white. So... <laughs> Yeah, when them shirts coming, bro? I saw when the team when they when they donate that goddamn vinyl. That's when they coming. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, bro. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. We got some topics. We got a lot of shit actually playing uh, on the on the list this week. Um, one thing that's not on the list, I think maybe we should just start off talking about it. Uh, it came out from TMZ that Tory Lanez texted Megan The Stallion about being sorry and blamed what happened on being too drunk. Yeah, that's bullshit. I ain't never wanted to shoot Fam. somebody on accident. <laughs> People blame too much shit on being drunk. Real talk. Like, I've been drunk off my fucking ass. And one thing that I, I've never shot anybody... I never randomly drunk called somebody and said some crazy shit. Like, people who try to blame too much shit on being drunk, but this is some bullshit. Mary, go ahead. Nah, I agree. I feel like there's no... First of all, it's like, were you drunk when you brought a gun with you to (laughs) this party? Like... I don't know. There was too much of that that, you know, that had to have happened <laughs> earlier uh-huh. for yeah, it no. to be a complete I was drunk. Sorry about that. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that, bro. I've been I've been drunk twice in my life. And maybe people go to another level. If you go to another level, then that's scary. But I was I was able to walk myself to the car that I didn't drive. I got in the back seat. And the other time I was able to crawl to my bed. And I remember what happened. I don't remember me wanting to shoot anybody on in the foot by accident. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, if she tried to pick him up. <laughs> you know, Bro, I don't make understand. a joke with this, man. No, no, because because I, what we heard was she was saying tiny jokes to him. You know what I mean? For, and, and I know he's sensitive about his, his hair issue and his height. So... You mix that in with some alcohol, he was probably messed with his ego. That doesn't make it an excuse. You just got to take that. You could work on one of them. <sighs> Does Tory Lanez eventually come out and make a full statement? I don't even, at this point, we don't even care. Uh, yeah. At this, I think he's canceled. I think already. at this point, honestly, Tory Lanez's best bet is to drop off the face of the earth. Like, he, And he still hasn't, as far as like official charges, I don't think have been pressed. They, they're thinking about it, but... Um, at this point, Tory Lane's best bet is she just fall off the face of the earth, disappear, and just maybe come back and like and see, like test the waters in like five years. Anything longer than that, I mean shorter than that, you you dumb. Like just go disappear I, off the face of the earth. He got money, so just disappear. I don't want to be too harsh towards him. Maybe if Magnus Stallion actually accepts the apology, maybe mm-hmm. in public, uh, it'll probably help. You know what I mean? Because I mean That's like we we can't we we can't just keep canceling people like permanently, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean it was it was her feet, and I'm not downplaying it, but I'm saying if she she gets to the point where she's like, "Yo, it happened, it's over with, we cool now," then that might help. But if she's done with him, he gonna have a hard time coming back. That's true. I think no matter what, he's gonna have a hard time coming back. Yeah. <laughs> but and I think she better not help him along in this process of coming back either after what he did. 
You would now hope I gotta not, be her right? mama for a second. Me- Megan being all for women's empowerment and everything like that, that would just be a bad look if she were if she were to be. Yeah. At least in my opinion, you know. I agree too. Like the woman in me and the feminist in me and the mother in me is like, girl, I better not catch you with that boy. <laughs> like, for real. I mean, she's already done enough when she tried to when she admitted that she didn't say anything to the police off the sense that she was just she was being nurturing and all that stuff then. Like you did your part. Let that shit go. Let that nigga mm-hmm. go to jail. Like, let all that shit go. Yeah. And I'm Agreed. not one who ever advocates for black men being put in jail. Like, well, usually. Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, unless they do some crazy shit. But this this is, you shot this woman in her foot, fam. Like, there's no coming back for that for me. Yeah. I think both feet. And then, that, to me, that kind of, like, invalidates the drunk argument. Because it's like, you had enough sense to shoot her in the feet and not elsewhere <laughs> like true. you know what i mean so you still had your wits about you yeah yeah all right well that's it on that one uh let's go ahead and move into our actual topics today so just an interesting thing and i don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to, like read the whole thing or, or whatever but shine talking about the story of, of the nightclub the infamous shooting that uh sent ultimately uh sent him to prison and everything uh to my knowledge we haven't really got this in depth of a conversation from shine talking about it so i put it on the list just because this was a this is a moment in hip-hop history that our generation is always going to remember you know the younger generation may not remember shine as much but i think this is a big deal so i put it on the list who wants to take this one first um i feel like i don't know why i think it's just why i don't think anyone cares (laughs) i don't know it's been so long and everyone already kind of knew what went down with that yeah you know what I mean? So I feel like yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah I'm with Mary. It's it's like at this point, like if you're gonna come out, if you're gonna come out and just give us the full facts with details, that's cool. I mean, because at the end of the day, it ain't gonna do nothing but make us look at Puff in a different way. That's true. So so it's like what you know what I don't know. Don't please don't make it into one of those like movies though. I don't need that. Yeah. Well, I think it kind of like Baylor. You always talk about you know, like coming to the realization that our heroes are flawed. And I definitely feel like if people really dug into Diddy's background, (laughs) I definitely think his, his trying to exemplify black excellence would definitely be torn down. And that shine situation is a big part of it. And then who was the other dude loon? Like, I feel like mad people on his team, like took L's, for him. <laughs> Yo, I'm still looking for G Dep. Right? No, I mean, look, we, we done brought up some some key characters from Bad Boy. We don't know what happened to him. Mm. And the ones that we did find out what happened to him, they changed their whole life. So it's something in the water over there. Shit, like mm. one twelve's not even the same. So I don't know. I mean, and they got fat. Anyway. <laughs> like I said Slim's new, like, new name should be Slim Thick because he ain't slim no more. No. But, uh, but you know, seriously, that would be a dope documentary. Oh, yeah. Like, really digging but, under the surface, like the bad boy <laughs> curse. <laughs> yeah, but are, are you think they really going to tell the, the truth, though? No, nah, Diddy got too I much power. Talk. He ain't going to let that story yeah. be told the right way. Yeah, I, I think he'll get ahead. I know. Of and I then I got to tell you, I feel like then it's going to make people go back to those theories about him killing Big or having something to do with it when you start oh, looking around. Let's not even. We might have to edit that out. Man, please, <laughs> please. You see, I put my head down. I'm scared. I ain't touching that one. And you in in New York? I ain't touching that one. 
I'm t- I didn't say it's true. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm. I could see how one would. One thing leads to the other. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, let's move on. This one, uh, I, I legit, I saw this shit just scrolling through Twitter, something random, and I saw like somebody retweeted something saying, check my new song out, Foolish. This uh, TikTok star, Danielle Khan, Cohen, however you say it, and her Foolish cover, and the fact that she she said, check out my new song, listen, Black Twitter ate her ass up. This was I love I love seeing when our people come together to just to to get on some shit because it's beautiful when we work together. But what do you did you guys get to hear the song? Did you see the crate? And even in the video, like she is definitely trying to give Ashanti vibes in the video. What do you guys think? No, that's the thing. And I was sitting up there double, you know, double checking the list in the in the docket, and I forgot to look at that goddamn TikTok video. I forgot. So when my Is daughter told me about it, um, but I thought it was she was just doing an Ashanti cover. I didn't realize that she was trying to pass it off as it was her new song. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was a cover too. That's why I was I forgot to go look up. I didn't know it was a whole entire song. Oh yeah, it's actually on Spotify and everything. Now after people pointed out, she changed the description to say cover on both Spotify. And uh, in her TikTok or whatever, or somewhere else that she changed it. But originally, it just said her new song, her new single, "Foolish," and completely ripped. It's it's just foolish. It's not. It's it's a cover. It's definitely a cover. So this this then spurned like she she said, "Well, you guys need to know what cover is, and there's no rights to cover anybody can cover anybody's song." I have no idea the legality of that, but you would think that she probably opened herself up to a lawsuit at this point. I don't know. Anybody got any knowledge to spread on that? So it's not considered like a, uh, what do they call like a parody or a spoof or something like that? This is like real. I mean, you, the content, if, it, if it's on, perjury? if it's on my, my, to my knowledge, you, you got, you have, she has a single it as a single on her Spotify page, which means she's getting some type of revenue off the streams. So that would tell me that you can't just take somebody's song, even if it is a cover. Now, cover bands, you can go and cover anybody's song if you just like going to do karaoke or you're a band that just goes from bar to bar, location to location. You could do that wherever. But I think it's a different with the rights when you're putting it in and you can gain money off of it. Mary, you I know you worked in the industry a little bit. Do you have any? Any knowledge on how that works with, with covers? No, I don't. But I know you can't claim it's yours. So, <laughs> so if that's what Homegirl was doing, and I mean, think about it: the young, you know, the the younger generation probably was believing her that didn't have parents that put them on. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of like that movie. Did you guys see it yesterday? Where the dude, like, <laughs> some weird shit happened where the Beatles didn't exist, and he was like the only one that remembered them. Oh, and wow. was like passing off their songs as his wow. own. No, that's crazy. Y'all need to watch that. Okay. <laughs> it actually was good. Anyway, that's just. Wild. I'm not gonna lie. If I end up in a situation like that, I'm gonna do that. I'm probably gonna be like a comedian or something like. He that. He felt bad though, but. <laughs> This this just all this reminded me of was that was the five heartbeats right in the song where they had the white band cover their 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 song like that's all that that's the, that's what it reminded me of like just fucking ridiculous man but hey. oh no look man <laughs> it's fame baby that's what they're going after they want that quick fame man uh, there you go all right let's move on to the next one this one's a uh, well sad news but it ended up having a positive spin so Waka Flocka's mom Deborah. 
uh, she rescued uh, the child's name was Trinity, who whose father had posted uh, basically him abusing the hell out of her on Instagram. It went viral. Um, and Little Scrappy, I think, was one of the first people to to point it out on social media. But what do you guys think of Deborah's? Uh, I mean, sorry, Waka Flocka's mom being the one to save this girl and take her out the home. Yeah, I seen that. Um, how? I mean, how did it all come about? I mean, I seen the video, but what she do? Like, did she drive up over there, call the police, or what? Um, I mean, I just saw the video of her talking of Deborah talking about it, and she she basically just says she's safe. Uh, she went and got her. She didn't give much detail on how how she uh, pulled the girl out the home. <laughs> the only reason why I asked is because because my wife uh, is a CPS worker. Okay, and so I don't I don't I can't imagine CPS not getting involved in that. Mm. Yeah, especially when it goes viral. That's true. I mean, who knows? Maybe she's just fostering her technically right now. I mean, no, I mean, unless technically, yeah. I mean, because if you're a whistleblower, that's I salute you for that. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to child abuse, like that just that makes me sad, man. I mean, watching that, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on from that one. Uh, something that <laughs> I I don't know if you guys get as much entertaining at any time somebody talks shit back to Candace Owens, but I do. Uh, Cardi B, Candace Owens, this whole thing burning out on Twitter, man. I know you. You watch politics very closely, as do I. But what do you think about Cardi B being the one to kind of put Candace Owens in her place? I mean, I think it's hilarious that Candace Owens feels like she's that person that will never concede because she's still saying on Twitter that she dragged Cardi. <laughs> and it's like, all right. Um, I mean, listen, I feel like the fact that Candace Owens considers herself to be a political figure somewhat and she's giving Cardi B the time of day just says a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. So it kind of discredits her whole argument of like Cardi B basically not having a seat at the table there. Meanwhile, it's like, so then why are you spending days focusing on her? You know, um, listen, I respect what Cardi's doing. I do. I feel like good for her. She's she may not have like all of the political knowledge and you know, like be book educated in that way to really kick it, but she's still getting her point across and making being a distraction. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah. And the thing with Cardi B and that we have to come in, like, like we said, you know, Cardi B's wild. She does her shit, whatever. But I think Cardi B is one of the few celebrities that recognize the power that she has in her voice and what and what it means when she's when she puts her name behind something. Uh, she talked about like, I think even one of the tweets that started this was her saying that, you know, just like she motivated uh, people to pop their pussy. She wants to motivate them to go out and vote. And like, while that's silly, it, it makes you laugh reading it. But it's good that she acknowledges the power that she has to to help things like that. So mm-hmm. I think I think Cardi won the battle, but Candace Owen won the war. Just for the reason what y'all just said, she used Cardi B's platform to propel herself. Yeah. So, like Mary said, like it's, I mean, it's she consider herself a political figure, but yet she's going back and forth with uh, a woman hip hop artist. Um, I just think I don't know. I I just think in some in some way she just used Cardi to to have her voice heard on another level you know what mm-hmm. i mean i think it was i think it was i think at some point she strategized that whole back and forth even though she may have lost in in the public's eye like she got the attention makes sense i feel you there all right i don't know but i just would like to just like punch candace owen in the face 
Oh yeah. There's a couple of people that like, I mean like she's I was, really a coon and so, I just <laughs> listen. I, but I, she I, only, I think she only wins. I think she only wins by the attention that she gets, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, later for her. <laughs> and the, I have like I have Republican friends who send me shit from her, the Hodge twins. I don't know if you're aware of all these. Oh things. my god! Yes, and then try they to like, the and they're like, look, they're black, and look at what they're saying, and it's like, no. Don't send me that. Yeah, that man. Come on, man. Don't get me started with them. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I this this November is going to be so fucking crazy that it's just like, like this whole year has been crazy, right? But the the way that this that this election is going, and even how they're getting with some of the ads now and shit, like it's going to be an ugly winner. Mm -hmm. Everybody's everybody's going to be tuned in. Yeah. What'd you say? By winter, it's gonna be over. It's gonna be like yeah. an ugly six weeks, yeah, <laughs> right yeah. from here on out. But all right, well, let's move into uh, one of our last topics before we get into our first break. Uh, so Kendrick Lamar, a first spotted filming a music video. So some some something from K Dot's coming. It'd be funny if they think it's gonna be a music video and it really ends up just being like a commercial or some shit. I could see that happening. <laughs> uh, but not only. Did that, what's presumed to be him shooting a music video, but also three new songs or unheard songs from Kidrick Lamar also leaked. Did you guys get to hear the songs? Did you catch them before they got they got pulled? No. Oh man. So uh the, so it's guilty conscience, somebody in prayer. Bela, that prayer track, whenever it gets released again, I just I need we ain't even gotta do an episode. I need you to take your phone, record a video of you reacting to it, because I feel like that prayer track when you hear it. You gonna be like you gonna throw your phone. You are gonna have to light something on fire. Yeah, is that bad? Is no, that good? it's bro. Kendrick no, is spit. I'm saying bad, bad like good. I got what you, you know mean. Yeah, like that's what made me because you know they said that it was previously unreleased and you know it's some speculation that this was old music, not from whatever he's working on now. But I think there's no way in hell. A, I don't think they would have pulled it if it's not gonna be in his new project. But if we there's no way in hell this prayer track Kendrick could have recorded it during when he was recording "Damn" and it not make the album. This would have easily been top three songs on the album. Uh, so okay, but uh, what do you guys think about about K Dot dropping soon? Are you, are you is the anticipation building for for new K Dot music? I know I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. I would I would I always say I don't stand for anyone, but I'm very close when it comes to Kendrick Lamar. I can honestly admit that. But what do you guys think? We out west have Kendrick in the Dr. Dre. Um, we got him in like the Dr. Dre category. So like we're full with his with the content that he's provided us with. But we get text messages all the time. Yo, we just seen K dot uh, shooting a video, and then we we do, we too get those niggas. Probably just a commercial. <laughs> so at this point, it's like if he drops, he drops. But I mean, we're anticipating it. But it's like you know, I'm not. I'm not about to lose sleep because it's like we've been waiting, we've been waiting, we've been waiting, and we know we're not gonna get detox. So it's like I don't know. I agree. I mean, <laughs> we're not having K dot sightings over here, but we definitely are. Like you know, when it happens, it happens. I guess. It would be funny if he did if he did drop right after you know the same during the same year that uh, Big Sean dropped. Mm. I I need some new K dot music. That's all I'm gonna say. The game needs it. It's been this has been a weak year for like quality quality music overall. Like we've it, the second half lately, the last couple months we've been getting more some some pretty solid albums. But 
we I think I think the game needs to K dot out. Yep, definitely. A Pusha album too. Don't let put like there was rumors Pusha was gonna drop the end of this year. Don't let Pusha and Kendrick both drop within months of each other because y'all ain't gonna hey, see. Do the, do the fourth quarter still hold that type of weight? It does. Okay, so, I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Last topic on this segment. Uh, well, no, we actually. I'm gonna add because they actually announced the new verses as well, which is fucking crazy. But uh, <laughs> so Ti Fifty Cent started trolling each other again, both on social media. It came out that they're actually like doing a show or something together, and then Fifty made made the joke that Ti better not show up late to work. Um, do you think that this is setting the stage not only for them doing a TV show together? You know, at first I was like Ti is getting real reckless with what he's saying to Fifty, but the turnout that they're working together um they're both showmen so it doesn't surprise me at all do you think we may actually get this versus because i think that if especially if they're working together and they have a good relationship i think this may happen i don't think i want it okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't feel like they are a good matchup at all oh damn okay but maybe it would have to be like an at alien and i like ti as uh-oh now Mary froze. <laughs> Whoa. Baylor's the only you never freeze. And you the one sitting in your car. Me and Mary both in our house. And we, you never freeze. That's funny, bro. Uh, Mary, we yeah, got you back. You froze I, there for I, a second, Mary. We didn't catch yeah. none of what you were saying. <laughs> I just said that I don't think he's fucking with 50. Yeah. I mean, I like T.I. as a personality, and obviously he has joints, but if yeah, 50 and G unit, like as an entity, yeah. I, like I just feel like there's no that's not a comparison. I feel that. I actually agree with that too. I said even when people were like, Ti I kill fifty. Fifty doesn't have twenty tracks. I'm like, what the fuck fifty y'all listening to? Cause fifty if I we know, count no, no, no. if we count features, if he brings anything from mixtapes, fifty got way more than twenty hits. I was just about to say he could do mixtapes alone and <laughs> and it would be, you know He play mini man and it's over. That's what I'm saying. Like T.I. has great songs. Don't get me wrong. I love T.I. But, like, T.I. has good music that people love and maybe people in South gravitate towards more. But 50 has cultural hits, like, that are part of the of the hip-hop culture that are ingrained in every part of it. Hell, 50 still to this day. So it's like, I don't know, man. Well, you know what? I agree and I disagree. I agree that I... The reason why we all love the Snoop Dogg and the DMX battle is because it was East Coast, West Coast, and they appreciated each other's art. So I do like seeing awkward matchups when it comes to different regions. At the same time, the way they building it up is is killing it right now. You know what I mean? And he's probably not the perfect matchup for 50, mm -hmm. but I would like to see someone outside of New York battle New uh, 50 Cent. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I could take, I could respect that, but I just don't think Ti is the guy. Yeah, yeah. What about two chains? Listen. Anyway, <laughs> I hate you, Baylor. I fucking hate you, bro. <laughs> I hate you. Oh wait. To be fair, though, I'm dead serious. What if he would have battled Ross? Would that? Would that? With fifty and Ross? Line? That's a matchup. Fifty and Ross. That's a matchup. Yeah. Okay. Still not really liking it. I, I like it a lot better than Tia. I think that's a matchup, though. I like 50. I like better 50. Yeah, but I don't know. We need somebody who started a crew, like Master Wait, P. Do y'all want to see Master no, P being dragged P. all week? Yeah. Um, uh, do y'all want to see T.I. in general? 
I did. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. I think T.I. Oh, and, and Luda would have been a great one. Like a lot of the matches yes. that I would have picked for T.I. Mm-hmm. have been used. Like, T.I. and Luda would have been a great one. Oh, right, 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 right. Ti and Jeezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. But a lot of a lot of people want to see Jeezy and, and Gucci Mane, which Ti has been trying to put together. Listen, ironically, this is this is gonna this may be one of those things you frown at me that you guys frown at me about. This is one of my hip hop uh uh confessions. I hate Gucci Man. I fucking hate Gucci Man with a passion. I would rather listen to my kids make a mixtape than Gucci Man music. I'm not mad at that. I just I can't. I ain't never, even when Gucci was at his heights, bro, and people were like, oh, you ain't heard that Gucci, man? I'm like, man, fuck Gucci. Like, this shit is whack. I've never enjoyed Gucci. I'm I'm not mad at it. So, uh, but you know, hey, it is what it is. Uh, (laughs) Let's get off that, though, and get into the actual next versus, the one that is confirmed. Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle. Listen, if if Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight don't have any uh, internet connection issues, throw Nelly away. Like, he needs to go away. Look, I've got... I'm going to say this. Get your cornbread ready. Get your greens ready. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Get your, get your, turkey, get your turkey legs ready. All that. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like um, if they're not in the same place, it's going to be a long night for us. <laughs> <laughs> you said somebody got dial up? <laughs> for real. Or try to figure out how to turn on the the computer. <laughs> oh, and we go, and we go, we gonna hear a lot of child. I don't know what this does right here. <laughs> that, right. <laughs> Listen, you know that this is gonna be one of the ones that they have to have uh, a tech expert on on hand. Like, there's no way in hell that they could trust Gladys Knight and Patty Labelle to handle Instagram live stream on their yeah. own. you can't. I mean, it's not listen, possible. They're hey, in their seventies. Like, so as as funny jokes <laughs> as we had with. Teddy Riley and Babyface, they got them by like twenty years easily. So, hey, but you I mean, gotta talent, have AT and T on deck. The talent, though, like I'm, I'm there for that. Like, and both now, of them are just will, such personalities. Be, yeah. That, so that's what I'm gonna say. Do you think there will be any shade during this battle? I hope not. Oh. Listen, don't nobody throw shade like old women. There's absolutely going to be shade. Now, it may be playful shade. It may even be shade thrown at other people that come up in the conversation between the two. It may not even be at at each other, but there's absolutely going to be some shade thrown during during this battle. Hey, I'm going to say this. Rest in peace to that beautiful woman, but Aretha Franklin would have been great. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. And she was the queen of shade, so. Oh, Oh, man. She invented shade. Let me tell you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Oh, Her man. and who was the other one that sang Damn that Beyonce played in Cadillac Records? And oh. remember she was so she was hating on Beyonce and was like, That bitch could never be me. Oh, that was um that was um Why can't oh I think my of her God. Name? I got her face in my head. Me too. Oh my god, that's crazy. I can't think of her name right now. I'm gonna cheat and look it up. <laughs> wow, she did. She she threw a lot of shade towards that. Damn, I can't think of her name. She lost a lot of weight, too. And she also died. She did? Etta James. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Etta James. Yeah, she did die. Yeah, she did. I was thinking about yeah. somebody else. No. She died in 2012. Yeah. All right. So what do you... What do you... Overall, like this is one of those those battles that I would have never expected these names to be on the verses. But good Lord knows that I'm looking forward to it. And it's happening on a Sunday, too. Like you mm-hmm. said... Fried chicken, collard greens, cornbread, mac and cheese, 
Somebody need a bacon sweet potato pie. It it needs to go down. This is this is. No, no, don't don't bring up them damn pies. Don't bring up. Oh, them I'm talking about. You gonna start I didn't even think about that shit. But I didn't even think about that. I'm just talking about the actual sweet potato. I like I like I was being fat. I wasn't on no shade. That's all. It was. No, I'm saying because Patty Labelle yeah. she, pies. she got the she quote unquote got the best pies out. So have you had one of those Patty Labelle pies? I haven't, but I see them every. I that see shit them is every. regular as hell. Three November regulars. I, somebody brought one to a, to a family get together the year that that shit popped off, and it was just like, oh, it's cool. Well, well, when you pushing out a mass production of them, you you gonna lose some of the flair to it. I'm pretty sure her wrist is cooking up some good ass pie. Did they ever collab, Patty Labelle and? I don't think so. But, yeah, not that I could think uh, of. That'll be interesting. I want to hear the stories about why not because yeah. they were doing the damn thing at the same time. So. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 funny because it kind of parallels Bron- Monica and Brandy, right? Not that they ha- hated each other like Monica and Brandy did, but when you think about two people who came up around the same time and their careers parallel each other, that they they're similar in that way. Yeah, I'm hype. Yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead get into our first break. We got we got a new album to review. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T I M K I N Z D number three, aka Go Go Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, aka Mister Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. So... Big Sean dropped a new album, Detroit 2. Who wants to take this one away first? I loved it. I never knew he had a Detroit 1, but all right. I didn't know that either, actually. (laughs) But I loved it. I felt like the storytelling was great. So I guess disclaimer, Big Sean's flow for me is like hit or miss. Sometimes it's like completely off or like Mm. he's just literally talking and you're like, all right, you could have did something. (laughs) Or... Trying yeah. to kick a little flow here. But then he'll come kind of come in in the same damn song and, you know, kind of have a little crazy ass flow. So I felt like there was a lot of versatility, flow versatility in the album. Um, honestly, the features were crazy. I mean, uh-huh. Dave Chappelle, Erica Badu and Stevie Wonder, like those story. I mean, I don't know if those were tracks or interludes or whatever. I mean, do interludes exist? I don't know anymore. <laughs> but Whatever it was, what he did with that was dope. Like, the storytelling, like I said, was amazing. And I also feel like, um, as somebody who loves where I'm from and has a lot of pride in where I'm from, I appreciated that he was really kind of painting a love story about where he was from. And, like, he had all these dope, famous people who were legends in their own rights telling their own stories of the place where he was from. I kind of I liked what he did there with that. Um, the production was dope. I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought it was special, actually. This I feel like I don't agree, but <laughs> no, this okay. I, this is Big Sean's best album. Period. This is his best body of work. Um, as someone who I admittedly I still don't like Big Sean's rapping voice. Like his voice 
is irritating to me. But I was able to make it through this this album without once thinking about how much his voice irritates me because the album is great basically from start to finish. This is Big Sean's best body of work to me. He used all the features well. You feel the passion in this in this album. It's consistent as hell. Like it's one of the most consistent listens that I've listened to this year. Yeah, he he has me on this one. Go ahead, go ahead, Baylor. I listened to the album three times. Mm. Uh, the album overall is solid. That cypher hard as fuck though. Oh yeah. That cypher killer. Man, that cypher was hard as shit. I listened to that shit like twenty times. I had to. I kept playing that shit back and I kept because we had a debate on who were like the top cats in that in that cypher. I was like, everybody in that shit was dope. And the way the beat kept switching up and then they ended. I knew he was gonna end it with Eminem. You yeah, know what I mean? To. So that yeah. shit was that I'm not gonna lie to you. Second best track to me on there, and because of the sample, I like the track with uh, him and Lil Wayne. But I think it was just it was just the it was just the MJ sample that he had. I that was the MJ sample. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the MJ sample. Yeah. They he did. A, I was gonna say the use of sampling in that album was great too. Honestly, yeah, I know he had to get that shit cleared. <laughs> Sure. I know you have to do a lot of clearing for that, but um, yeah, there's there's not many holes in this album at all. And like you said, that cipher, every everyone showed the fuck up from Cash Doll mm-hmm. to to fucking T Grizzly to we know Eminem and Royce the Five Nine gonna show up. Like everyone showed the fuck up on that cipher. Um, yeah, yeah, and like Mary said, the stories that were told uh by by people about the city, it's just this was like you can. This is one of those albums when an artist kind of disappears for a while, not completely disappears, but doesn't come out with, with music for a while. And then they release an album like this. It's like, all right, I can tell why you've been gone because you can feel uh-huh. the time and dedication that went into this project. I'm not even a big Sean fan. I know this is his best album. And the, the one thing that I appreciate about that cypher, everybody sounded different. Mm-hmm. Everybody sounded different. Yep. That shit was hard, man. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Baylor, me and you have been having this, and Mary, you too, but we've been having this rolling thing going of the best hip-hop album of the year so far. What does this rank for you, Baylor? Um, I'm, I'm, it's got, it's, it's going to go forth. Okay. It's going to go forth, because I, I really, like, I enjoyed the other songs, but I really only liked three. Okay. I like, I like three songs, but the album is good. Meaning like, if we go on the, if we go on a road trip, we can play that album all the way through, like you said, Okay. but it was three songs that I took away from it, but I, I still got Nas. I still got logic up there and I still got old girl up there. All right, Mary, what about you? Second mm. to Nas. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's third for me. It's third for me. Shade New Or still goes at the top for me. Nas and then this. So, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Dope album, dope album. Congrats to you, Big Sean. You converted me, man, because I was not, I was not looking forward to listening to this album. Uh, but a new song dropped also. But wait, wait, Go. wait. But but Mary is accurate though. That nigga do rap like he just talking. Oh, it's several times. <laughs> yeah, not all the time. Because sometimes when he gets, he he his flow can be dope when he's rapping, rapping. But like a lot of, if I feel like from the period between like 2017 all the way up until now like he did this thing where he was just like he, he was just talking on on records yeah uh-huh. but it's in yep. there because it does come out and you know a lot of those tracks his flow for me was like double dutch mm. it starts out like you're just standing there and then you just jump in and <laughs> it's like i like that comparison i like that i don't know that's how i was 
what I was envisioning. <laughs> Sonically, that makes sense to me thinking about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. that Lucky Me joint. It was like he started out just talking, and then <laughs> he kind of got into it, and it was like okay. Anyway, that's what's up. All right, new song for Busta Rhymes dropped. We know Busta Rhymes has his new album coming out. Uh, he dropped a no. video and a song, The Don and the Boss. Did you guys get a chance to listen to this? I heard it. I didn't. This so is this is why this is why legends just need to let the shit go. You gotta let that shit go. Like you gotta <laughs> let that shit go, but look, but I gonna even lie to you. That song was created for certain people to listen to. Okay. This is my thing with, with when, like, and it's funny because we just talked about how Nas delivers such a great body of work. Best for many of us, the best album of the year that people think, even though I push a newer over it. But, uh, but then you have stuff like this that reminds us of why sometimes our, the older generation just like Buster Till still to this day is one of the, if I had to pick somebody to go on any feature that's going to have a dope flow, no matter what, what type of beat it is. Buster is almost always going to be my go-to. But do we don't need new Buster Rhymes music in in 2020. We just we don't. Yeah. Like A he's not he he's not as spry as he once was to even have the energy that he used to have on tracks. Like even the Touch It days, he ain't got even that energy anymore. So it's just like it just starts coming off like it's like I don't know, like when I can't even compare you to yourself anymore, you need to just stop. Man, that nigga heard he got whispers of what Nas was go- was gonna do, and he was like, "You know what? I can do that shit too." Now you didn't do it right. Well, <laughs> honestly, wait. But in his defense, though, that's just one track, though. That's that true. Be a track that we that we can skip. So before we even judge him, let's just say you shouldn't have put that one out there. Yeah, but my thing is, is how many how many good albums have a terrible lead off single? Not that many. Well, I mean, yeah, I yeah, I got to do my research, but everybody not gonna hit with it. True, I mean, and I he think. and 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 he's he he you know he's basically coming out of retirement, so like at his age, look look how long he been rapping though. That's so you got to test the waters. Nas did it right this time. Nas yeah. got it right. And look how long it took him to get it right. <laughs> look how long it took him to get it right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Buzz, Buzz has a great ear for signing certain cats. But when it, it comes to being on those tracks, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. We still love him, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, we always going to love Buzz. That ain't never going to change. Um. All right. So we're moving off our music segment. We're moving into the TV segment. So we did a whole review, episode by episode, of the last season of Power. We were all fucking fed up of Tariq. Power Book 2, Ghost, with Tariq as the main character, finally premiered. Did everybody get a chance to watch it? No, but I'm going to watch it tonight, though. Okay. Oh, we should kill you. Yes. Look, I've been waiting for so long, I forgot it was coming out. I've been on that P-Valley, though. (laughs) In this thing, you you say it's been forever. Like, legit... I was surprised that it was debuting already. It still f- feels like we we just reviewed the series finale of Power, like not too long. Okay, ago. So, so so are we not giving away anything? No, right we're now? doing. You know, Baylor doesn't no, care you, about spoilers. You, 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 I don't care oh. about spoilers. Because I was gonna say, there's a few vague things we can say, right? Number one, I, it made me really pissed off that they really hyped us like the show was ending because that shit. <laughs> picked right up where the, like it this is not even a spinoff this is literally this is a season six of, of or seven of power whatever this yes. is this is just the continue they didn't even they shouldn't have even named it book two we still in the no. same book this is just a different chapter right honestly so, we in the so same that had me a book. little annoyed like <laughs> they tried to play us like we i feel bamboozled yeah <laughs> 
You um, said we still in the same textbook. <laughs> we are though. Like <laughs> Oh week, God. Can we just talk about how Staten Island is really in the building in this show though? Between Michael Rainey and Method Man now, it's like Park Hill and Stapleton for real. Mm. Like face to face. Like that scene when they were in the courthouse. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow, I'm very proud of my hometown. But anyway. Shout out. Shout out. Yes. But um, go ahead. What, I, what I do want to point out is that as much as I hated Tariq towards that last couple seasons of Power, this one episode like fixed yeah. all of that for me. And it's crazy. Like, I almost, I almost think that they did that shit on purpose so that that way when this started, we'd be like, oh, shit. Like, all of a sudden, all that, all those character flaws make sense to Tariq. Like he really does feel like a miniature ghost or younger ghost in this in this sense. And you see him; he's actually coming off smart. The way that his mind works, and you see him putting stuff together. Like hell, hats off to fucking what they did, with Michael Rainey at this point, because I was not looking forward to this spinoff. And now it's like, all right, he has the chops. Go ahead, Mary. What do you think? Well, and now I actually believe that he cares about his mother. Because before I was like, this motherfucker don't care about nobody. Yeah. <laughs> like. It, the way that show ended, it was like he was out for self and just a spoiled brat and all this other shit. But he actually was trying to take accountability in this one and clean up the mess he made in whatever way he could. So I don't know. I feel like it's lit. Like, I'm actually hyped for the rest of this season. So. All right. Uh, Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely uh, I'm hyped for it. Mary J. Blige, we got a little bit of her in this one. Method Man, we got a lot more in like the second half of the episode. I'm looking forward to his character more, too um yes. sax in this like like you said it just pick right back off because now i'm like i'm not even worried about Tariq anymore somebody shoot sax please somebody just shoot this motherfucker <laughs> yeah i still hate him yeah and so what happened right. to blanca was she killed oh wait that's wait, a good question blanca was that a, was that who was blanca she was, that was the, the that was the lady that was the lady detective right right oh the Hispanic yeah. detective. yeah no she, she was getting her, she, she was getting in a lot of trouble though yeah was, but she wasn't at all in this episode, so it made me feel like, where did she go? But the thing is, that they have so many spinoffs, and they've officially announced the Tommy one is coming next. That one's in production. Um, I don't know, and then we get we get Tommy's name dropped here, which I think it may play play into into some stuff with him. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, overall, this was this made I got the feeling from this of when I first started watching Power the originally mm-hmm. and so that's a good thing yeah i agree all right so I, mean, they, I don't know how they did this but they did this even though we, they did lie to us i forgive oh, yeah. them because it's just so entertaining like it feels <laughs> like they just wanted they like at the end of the day uh amari was was done that's what it seems like he was done he was tired of power um and you know he's done some interviews since it seems like he did he wasn't a fan of the writing the last couple of seasons either so he was ready to get out and they wanted to make a big deal of him getting out, so they they said it was going to be the finale. When, I mean, even it was funny because 50, 50, like before the season premiered, when he uh, said he was like, "Yeah, I know, I announced this was this was the series finale, but we're going to keep it going." And that's basically what they did. This is just a continuation. But uh, where do you think this is going to go? Where do you, where do you, Mary? I know barely you haven't seen it yet, but Mary, where do you think this is? I know we're going off one episode. Where do you think this is going to go? Um. Oh, I mean, it's hard to say right now, but I definitely think Mary J. Blige's character is going to kind of show Tariq the ropes and guide him and kind of be like a mother figure for him while his mom is locked down. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's really powerful. And you saw a little breadcrumbs 
of that. Um, I don't know. I think, though, their family's dangerous, and I hope Tariq doesn't get in no shit with the ballplayer dude. You know what I mean? Because I kind of saw some shit with that happening. Um, also, what about dude from New Edition movie? I don't know his name. Yeah, so. the one who played, he played Bobby Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, that was crazy uh, to see him yeah. play play this role. Like, and it's funny because I I was, I'm like, I've seen this dude in something else. I've been trying to figure it out. So you just saying that made it all make sense. But he was really powerful in that, uh, uh, him playing Bobby Brown. So. Well, and it seems like he's playing a Bobby Brown-like character in yeah. this, in this show now yeah. too. So I don't know. Let's see what happens with that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Method Man is definitely going to make it his career goal to get Tasha off, but I don't know. How is, uh, Tariq going to come up with the other money he owes him? (laughs) I think, um, I think too, like you, you mentioned how you think Mary J. Blige is going to show him the ropes, but the previews, when they show the rest of the season, seems like Mary J. Blige is going to be the antagonist in this show and and not like Tariq. So it's going to be interesting to see like how that plays out and where it goes. But overall, as a first, this shit may completely fall off the rails the next, the next two or three episodes. And I may be reminded why I hate Tariq, but as of right yeah. now, they got me. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I'm captivated. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into our last break. When we come back, we just got one last thing to talk to you about. We'll be back after this. What's up everybody. This is Dan, AKA Dan on drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. All right, so we're back with our last topic this this week, and I wanted to end this one on something fun. Uh, we went all over the place uh, this week. We had a lot of content, so I figured let's just send home on something just, just fun. So this one is our favorite pair of sneakers ever. Mary, you from New York, so... Like, how many pair of Tims did you own growing up? Oh, many. <laughs> um, but those would not be my favorites. Yeah, I know. So okay. my favorites, I would say, are not even New York mm. sneakers, okay. probably. They were in, like, eighth grade. I saved up my own money after begging my pops to get me these sneakers, and he would not, to get the Grant Hill 2s. Mm. And they were, like, my prized possessions. Like, I would wear them until they were raggedy and falling apart. <laughs> Okay. I would rock them with a dress. I rock them with like everything. It was kind of crazy. Mary, so those are my first sneakers. Did you have a pair of pennies growing up? Who me? No, Mary. Me no. Okay. I didn't. Oh, I could just imagine <laughs> rocking a pair of pennies. All right, Bailey. Your favorite pair of sneakers growing up? Oh man, it's the Seaman Fours. Mm, okay. The Seaman Fours. That's that's the that's the. I think the Jordan Four shoe in general is the best shoe ever created. From the way it looks, not just the colorways, but the way it looks, I think that's just the perfect shoe. But my favorite pair is uh, the Seaman Fours, and if I couldn't get those, it'd probably be the. It'd probably be the either the cool gray, yeah, probably the cool gray elevens. Uh, okay, mine are the Jordan sevens. Jordan sevens, that's interesting. I believe it's the sevens. Hold on, I tried to do this off memory. Let me look them up real quick. Yep, the sevens. 
And the reason why those are my favorite my favorite pair of sneakers ever, followed closely by the Jordan 8s. So the 7 and 8s are like 1A, 1B to me. But the 7 specifically because I remember I had this outfit to go with those shoes. It was the first time that I my dad got me an authentic NBA jersey. Not not the little one, the Adidas ones you just buy or whatever. I had that. I had these pair of jeans and those shoes in white and red. And listen, you couldn't tell me shit. So for nostalgia reasons, those are my favorite pair of sneakers ever. My favorite pair of sneakers, like as an adult for comfort, though, the Hirachi Airs, the ones that came out in 2006. I love the motherfuckers. Oh, the 2006 Harachis. Yeah. I see you. Okay. I see yeah. you. <laughs> I got. I love those shoes so much that I, you remember Nike ID. I went on and customized a pair of them. Me and on one them. tongue, I had my name. On the other tongue, I had my son's name. I had just become a father. So yeah, that, those those are probably my favorite pair that I've owned as an adult. I see you. I like those too. I Nike ID those as well. Yeah. But that's it. We off this shit this week. We 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 talked about a lot of shit in under an hour. I don't know how the hell we did all that shit in under an hour, but you know what? We get at what we do, and that's why. So we're gonna go ahead and go to hell up, get the hell up out of here. Any parting words? Leaving with your social media, Mary. You know you up first. I already said it. No, you I'm listen. Kidding. Y'all gotta leave me alone. With I'm never gonna leave I that. I could. Down. No, you're gonna be tortured with that forever. I am at Miss Mary Almonte everywhere that matters to me. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Baylor. Oh, at Baylor Great on all social media platforms. Uh, BTG for president. Overrun with BTG. Yo, check me out tomorrow. It's my anniversary episode. I technically I don't know when my anniversary is, but I just know it's somewhere in September. Um, should be a good one. I know I went off, but I just forgot what I said. But I know it was fire though. And send me that vinyl too. I need that vinyl, black and white. I need that. Oh, man, you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. I ain't got any parting words at all. Listen, I'm tired of shit. I still haven't recovered from this comedy show this weekend. I'm tired. So uh, you can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio at gmail.com. And if you want to send us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We're the number one hip-hop podcast around. We out this bitch. Get into the paper like it's human nature. Goddamn, the more they hate us, that just motivate us. I know revenge tastes the sweetest, but I'm gon' save us. I'm just sending all my graces up to my creator. No negotiation, this is world domination. You can't fill the trophy cases up with nominations. I'm the Alpha Omega, that mean you can't replace us. That mean I'm throwing dice in Vegas, betting all the wages. My girl expensive, remember you get what you pay for. Big, big payoff moves on and off the radar. You can't afford to miss a layup when you win the playoffs. Uh, press on, stress on, I get this shit blood, flesh, bone Can't catch me, I skate to my destiny That's necessity, you can't outfinesse me She like chocolate, Nestle, brown and sexy Touch me, tease me, please me, just don't test me I'm the bar, my weight up, you can't press me Legendary bloodline, my ancestry